Hello, Lisa. Hello, Diana. Welcome to Should We? A podcast with potential. This is episode 12, and of course we have some questions today, but we also have an idea. Yes, and this time we have a big question and kind of a meta question. Yeah. What is the question? Drumroll, please. <laughs> Uh, the question is, should we actually try? So. So, Diana, <laughs> that was a very long pause right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a big question. It's one we've been talking about for a while. As you all know, all of our listeners, um, we are very minimal in how we do this podcast. Yes, iPhone in a cup, you know the drill. Um, we don't really edit anything. Uh, our budget is zero, pretty much. <laughs> we use exclusively free tools and like one or two under $5 iPhone apps we bought once upon a time. Yep. yep. Um, and we don't even filter out the background noise. Like there's always some sort of HVAC sounds in our recordings and yeah. that's that's just the way it is right you know? we also even usually call attention to those things <laughs> at the beginning it's almost like sorry yeah. you might hear my dog barking or something exactly so this has been a big part of what's made this possible I was gonna say what's made it fun but that's actually the question like is that what makes it fun or is that just what made it easy I I think that that's what made it easy so you know, we're very busy and life uh, life just keeps going. You know, it's really hard to fit something like a podcast or, or a, a project that's important to you into your regular life when you're, you're working a lot and, and there are all these other things you want to make sure to do. Um, and I think we knew it would be fun to make a podcast we knew it would be fun to talk to each other on a regular basis and capture some of that for posterity and for for other people to kind of participate in a way. Uh, I knew that would be fun. Yeah, we were pretty confident. I mean, that wasn't even really a question. So yeah. uh, it, making it easy was about making sure that it could be an extension of our existing friendship and not really require a lot of equipment or additional people or logistics or, um, you know, the editor's eye that we bring to the rest of our lives. You know, we, we gave ourselves a free pass on this. Right. And, and that was really because it was, it, it's an experiment. Mm -hmm. um, and we also, I think that we didn't really know where we wanted to go with it, what kinds of things we might talk about. Like, it was kind of open-ended. And uh, it's been really nice to just go ahead and try without too much advanced planning. We, mm -hmm. didn't, we didn't really plan, like, how many episodes would, would season one have. Um, in our first episode, we didn't even promise that there would be any other episodes. Yeah, exactly. And all of that was on purpose. But, you know, a lot has built up now. I, in, my, uh, in my essay, No More Forever Projects, which has been referenced several times this season, 
there's this line, um, gravity seeps into the things that stick around. And um, the idea there was that, you know, if you do something once without bludgeoning yourself into do it again, doing it again, but you do it again anyway, eventually it will unfold into something that has more weight than it started with and has momentum and, um, and a gravity of its own. So that's something that um, we're there, you know, we're at that point and now we have to figure out what to do about it. Right. We just keep making episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's another thing that I love is like, okay, we found out, we confirmed that it would be fun to do this once. Mm -hmm. And we also confirmed it would be fun to keep on doing it. Mm -hmm. And the other surprise is how others have said the same thing, that it's fun to keep listening. Yeah, so the question now is, should we level up and how would we do that? without uh without ruining it basically like what yeah. parts um what parts of what we do are uh essential and what are circumstantial you know yeah what what makes this uh w what are the ingredients that make it great and make it what it is what's intrinsic to it and what was just us trying to lower the stakes lower the barrier to entry Right, right. So we have this idea, we've been talking about it for a while, and the idea is to try. And what trying in this case means is uh, bringing in support. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it means opening up this little project between two friends and um, starting to work with a couple more people who actually know what they're doing mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. it comes to the realm of podcasting um and you know because we're we're also very honest about our our own limitations we know we're good at talking to each other <laughs> uh, but there are a lot of things one of the reasons we don't edit is because we don't know how um and we're not maybe that excited about learning, um, but but we do know there are people we really admire who can do these things in such a beautiful way, and my hypothesis is that um, it will only bring like even more joy to what we're doing to to bring someone else in. Yeah, I mean, if the if the new hypothesis is should we is about uh, ritualizing friendship in like a package uh, that's repeatable and um, prioritizable, mm -hmm. uh, that that's something that can be about more than just two people. You know, like the logistics get a little trickier, but we're really good at logistics. You we're know, so that's good we're at so it. good at logistics. You're, you're especially good at logistics. Yeah, I I will not deny that. I was, <laughs> I was born to logistic. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So we're thinking about bringing more people into the fold. Um, but we have this other principle of should we, which is only do things that make sense for you. Yeah. And, you know, in opening up the circle, we wanted to work with people where it made as much sense for them as it made for us. Yeah. And what that means is paying them. 
Yeah, we really believe in paying people for their work. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're working with someone you admire, um, but you, uh, you, you have known them for 10 years, the way we've known each other for 10 years, like, it just takes away so much strain to have mm-hmm. it be an explicit exchange and to have that, you know, if you're doing something just out of, uh, just out of obligation or just out of, like, you thought you could take it on, but you can't actually, it turns out that you have too many things going on. You know, the idea of paying people not only makes it seem fair, but also ensures that it's slotted in not as a favor, but as like something alongside the rest of their work. Um, right. And you want to show in a tangible way that you value their work, their expertise, their unique perspective. Exactly. Exactly. So that's really important to us. So we got to thinking that if we were going to pay people and we wanted to actually try, Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to do that in a way that widened the circle even further. And the way we thought of doing that is by doing a Kickstarter campaign. I love how you built up to that, (laughs) Diana. That was genius. I didn't even see it coming. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, So yeah, Kickstarter. Mm Mm-hmm. I wondered how you were going to get us there. This is great. I mean, I did know we were going to talk about a Kickstarter today, but that's all I knew. (laughs) Yeah, well, I didn't tell tell Lisa any... Normally, we, like, plan out the whole episode just in three bullet points, but we agree on each of the beats we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. But today, um, I wanted this to be, like, a little more more awkward and real because we have some real things to discuss. Like, should we actually try? Now feels like a foregone conclusion because behind the scenes we've been like emailing people that we want to work with and doing some light budgeting and you know discussing rewards and you know we've gotten very comfortable with the idea that's no longer there's no facade there left it's like should we ask the question should we actually try Yes. Yeah. We should ask that question. We are going to. We are going to ask that question. In a very organized way. (laughs) Yes. Right. In a way that itself requires a lot of trying. Yeah. And we're going to let all of you who are listening help us answer it. Exactly. So this was this was our vision. And the way we initially expressed this vision to each other was we're going to be very modest, right? This is um, not like we're not that modest as people. Like we think we're great, <laughs> but we're going to be like very reasonable in what we in what we ask for. We're, we're yeah. scoping it down. We're scoping Keep, it down. Keeping it really, really clear and contained. In the same way, you know, we have every step of the way. You know, it's it's really been one episode at a time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So we uh, we came up with this idea that we would uh, run a campaign to fund one episode, mm-hmm. a single episode, and uh, a visual identity. You know, mm-hmm. so we or at least the start of the a start visual of a visual identity. identity, which could be as simple as like a an illustration, yes, a, a solitary yeah. illustration. Right. So we were like so compact in our plans. Um, we had this idea to, you know, I once upon a time ran a thousand dollar Kickstarter campaign and like really loved the experience because and, and I helped and, you with and it. Lisa helped me. Lisa <laughs> shot the video. The video was a silent seven second video. The whole <laughs> probably because we didn't know how to deal with the audio. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So the whole thing that we actually kept in the street noise. So it was like an oh, ambient, yeah. ambient okay. only, ambient yeah. only video. I see, I see some of these themes are like deeply rooted. Deeply rooted. Yeah. So 
this has been the plan all along, but here's here's the plot twist. Okay. The plot twist is a thousand dollars may not be trying. Yeah. Right. Right. What what do you mean? So it sounds like a lot to me. Yeah. But, okay. it, no, no, it's a yeah. lot. It's a lot of right. money to ask for from anybody and it's a lot of money like if we were gonna self fund that would be a big a big thing. Yeah. And you know, I always try to treat other people's money like my own, which means that it would be yeah. a big thing for them as well. Right. And of course we, we wouldn't ask just one person. No, of we, course we would ask We're we spreading would, it yeah, out. Spreading it out, exactly. So you know, we've been so, like, it's been a core assumption. And I, I truly don't know what answer we'll arrive at in this conversation. Okay, I don't either. Because yeah. I don't even know what the question is. But I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah, so here's the backstory. So I was talking with my partner, Eric, yesterday or the day before. And I was telling him about the Kickstarter project. And I said, you know, we're, it's a $1,000 project to fund a single professionally produced episode and, like, the start of a visual identity. And he said... $1,000 isn't actually trying. And I was like, what do you mean? It's definitely trying. You know, we're putting ourselves out there. And he was like, you're not really putting yourselves out there. Like, at $1,000, like, um, people, uh, everybody, you're basically asking, like, your 100 friends to each kick in $10, which, mm-hmm. like, everyone would do just out of a sense of supporting you, which had not been at all the way I was thinking about it. And obviously, mm-hmm. I don't take for granted. But, like, his perspective that actually like a thousand dollars wasn't really asking the question because if all you need is people to basically like give something that means like it means different amounts to each person but Mm -hmm. ultimately it's like the cost of a meal or something that that is not something that people would do and feel like great you know we're doing like I'm doing this uh I'm doing this because I truly want it um but that it would be so it would be so compact that it wouldn't really satisfactorily answer the question and partly this came out of talking with him after um talking with him after meeting with some visual identity people this week whose identities will keep uh secret for now but we we met with these people who run a studio and uh, it was such an amazing conversation. It was amazing. And I could see the future stretching out in front of us. I love them. It just, I left and I was like, this is the start of something beautiful. I agree. I felt the same way. And then we got an email from the producer we're planning to work with. And she was taking it so seriously and had like all these plans. And she is fantastic, so talented. I mean, she's just like a whirlwind of talent taking off. And I just feel so honored that she's interested in even spending a little time with us to talk this through and, and work with us. I agree. And what's amazing is that, like, in each of these conversations, we were so clear that this is, like, an episode, you know, we're, like, funding an episode. Yeah, and then so, we, so yeah. that's what we've been planning all along is yeah. we're going to launch a Kickstarter, and the goal is to raise enough to produce one episode professionally and maybe have, like, an illustration or something exactly. small. But in each of these conversations with the professionals we decided we wanted to work with, like, they knew that, but it's yeah. almost like they ignored us. Like, they're... they're yeah. <laughs> they're absolutely ignoring us. Like, our, our producer, like, 
present this whole plan for how to produce episodes through the summer. The and whole like, season. She definitely yeah. knows that it's just one episode, and she's like totally respectful of that, but at the same time, she's also ignoring it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. I think that we're like, we keep saying, like, we're keeping it small. Yeah. We're thinking small. Yeah. We're scoping it down. Right. And people are like, and so three months from now. You know, like. <laughs> right, exactly. And at the same time, a few times. So we had this, we came up with this idea that both of us thought was so funny, um, which was that there should only be two tiers in the Kickstarter project. There should be a $10 <laughs> tier and a $10,000 tier. Yeah. And the yeah. $10,000 tier would be called Should We Jump the Gun? Yeah, um, you yeah. know, and that that's like as soon as we started discussing that, we opened ourselves up to the possibility that like under the right circumstances, we would leap that far. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few times I remember you even saying like, I'm secretly hoping someone someone pledges at that tier, someone or some entity, right? Whatever it right. is. I it's true. I am secretly hoping that we could fund a whole season yeah professionally produced and more than just one illustration like i i mean i think we both and we a lot of this came out in our conversation with these two design partners that um we we have so many hopes and dreams <laughs> that we haven't like necessarily expressed for different ideas for how this could grow and and different surfaces where should we could live. Yeah, and coming away from that, I really felt like we want more than we're admitting we want. You know, we want this to be bigger than we've um, bigger than we've scoped it to be. And even if we go back to the original question, should we actually try? Um, doing something once isn't really trying. You know. Yeah. That's. Like, you can't get, you're not really doing the test. Just like we didn't do one episode of this, you know, lo-fi podcast and call it a day. Like, we did one episode and it was really interesting and fun. And then we decided to try to do it even better the next time. You know, the the pursuit of, uh, the pursuit of improvement is not like one of the great burdens of life, but one of the great joys if you let it be. If you're working with people you care about and you have created a framework for um like expressive freedom and the things that make durable projects feel heavy are not that they're durable but that they're uh they're constrained by things you didn't choose Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay this is also making me think of I, i think there's another reason why we had we were trying to set our goal really small for this Kickstarter. And I think it's that we wanted to lower the stakes again, right? And make it feel like less of a risk. And I really, I am afraid of failing. The idea of really putting ourselves out there, because we haven't even, we haven't tried to like share the podcast much. Yeah, We just put it on the internet and hoped people would find it. But the idea of of saying like we are actually trying and like like this is us this this is like this is the best we can do right now and we want to do better and we want to do a lot mm-hmm. um and then having that potentially fail like we don't reach our kickstarter goal 
and it's all over, that that terrifies me. But it actually makes me think of a conversation I had with my partner like a few weeks back when, you know, I was getting so excited about this Kickstarter and I was like, what what if it fails? Even with our small goal, Mm -hmm. what if it fails? I'm going to be so embarrassed and sad and does that mean everything's over? And Stephen was just like, Wait, but don't then don't you just keep doing what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, wait. So basically, we can fail, and that can also mean that nothing changes. Right. This is pretty great. Like as long as we don't, uh, as long as we don't let ourselves fall into a shame trap with it. Which we totally could do. But as long as we are conscious of that, there's really no bad outcome, you know? And I think that where Eric's words really dug in was where I realized that I keep telling people that this is like a playful question and who knows, like if we don't make a thousand dollar gold, that's fine. Um, But I will also say to you privately, we're definitely going to make it, you know, like I already (laughs) ran a thousand dollar Kickstarter project once that, you know, but I only ran it for 30 hours, you know. So, so what you're saying is like with a thousand dollar goal, we are setting a goal that we're 99% sure we can meet. Right. And there's, there's nothing so scary about that. You know, we're not really taking a big risk with that. And and maybe we could push ourselves a little higher. Yeah. Well, at the very least, taking risks. I don't want to perform trying. You know, I want to try. <laughs> I know. And I feel like we're actually doing, we were trying to do the opposite where, like, we really want to try. Yeah. And we wanted to be like, oh, yeah, like, it's so funny. We, we might yeah. try. We want to. <laughs> it's hard to admit that you really want something and the other thing is it's really hard to ask for something that's really just like for yourself right others others can benefit for it too but it can be hard to make a big ask you know yeah I mean my problem all along has been that I haven't wanted people to come across a feed with this campaign and not even be a listener but then feel like, oh, they just have to contribute because, like, that's what you do for friends. But, like, that's not how I feel when I back friends' Kickstarters. No, you know, I don't, no. I don't pull out my credit card and think, like, oh, I have to do this for appearances, you know? Yeah. That's not the way it works. Like, even if people don't listen yet, they might imagine that they could someday. And also... You know, what we discovered in this meeting with the Visual Identity Studio and probably had known but finally articulated is that, like, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifestyle brand. (laughs) (laughs) It could be, you know, it could be. At the very least, it could involve writing in addition to podcasting. Yeah, yeah. And we already had one event. Yeah. We already did that, Diana, without even a Kickstarter. Exactly. So it was beautiful. It was so good. We often talk about, you know, merchandise that we want to produce. Um, And so all of that, you know, it's all well and good to treat it as a lark. 
but it's really more than a lark, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I try so hard in my professional life. At my day job, I try so hard. Mm-hmm. I never treat something like, oh, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, great. Like, right, right. The stakes yeah. are always high. We take everything so, <laughs> so seriously. seriously. But, I mean, that's not, you know... Pretending we don't is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it is kind of ridiculous. Also, I just want to go back to that point where you were sharing, like, what sounded like your worst fear is that um, people will back the campaign out of obligation. My worst fear is they don't back it and they laugh. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, I get, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, this is the thing is sometimes if you set a goal that's higher than what you know you can, like, you know you can assemble in a pinch, yeah, then it becomes possible that you get, like, 50% of the way there, which is still way more than the 10% original goal you'd set for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. If, like, the goal... If the goal you go out with is 10 times more than the original goal... Yeah. But you ultimately make it to, like, five times the original goal. Mm-hmm. That's like, still huge, and you just found out a lot of information, but because Kickstarter is all or nothing... You lose it. You could still look like a fool, but you, the, you could still look like a fool. That whole concept is based on the premise that it's shameful to fail Mm. and and so do when you see someone get halfway to their goal on kickstarter and then not make it do you think of them as a fool i don't think of them as a fool but i feel the stress of it you know i feel like i feel their um the intensity of their ever increasing um, please, you know, mm-hmm. to share this with your friends and kick in a yeah. little bit more. Like, it's all or nothing. You know, we lose right. everything if you right. don't help out a little bit more at this point. And I guess that's what I want to avoid. Like, I, I don't really know how Goodwill works at the end of the day because I um, work so assiduously to, like, never call on it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but I have this thing in my head that says, um, you know, if you make, if you really go beyond the bounds of what the natural goodwill would support, yeah. you drain, you drain it for years, you know, like yeah. you, you then basically like, everyone's tapped out and they're not going to support right, the next thing we right. do. That's my other fear is that maybe we only have one chance. Yeah. And if we fail, maybe we can't ask again for some period of time. Right. Right. Which is not true. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's true. Yeah. I don't think so either. And I think that, you know, the truth <clears throat> being that we both still have day jobs. We're not leaving them for this. Like, you no. know, we, the only, yeah, we're not leaving them for this. We like them. So this is, this is on top of that right now. Yeah. And if we don't make a, a higher goal, we'll just do what Stephen said. We'll just go back to doing another season this way and like, yeah. you know, sit down and, uh, figure out how we would do the next Kickstarter campaign differently. And I think that as long as we don't, you know, as long as we draw on the reserves of our ingenuity, but not the reserves of, like, 
people's um, people's goodwill. Mm-hmm. Um, that as like what I picture is okay, we get fifty percent of the way there, and the going is getting tough, mm-hmm. and you know. I kind of just want to keep sharing more and more ideas of what we would do. With, oh, man, you know, we have so many. So many ideas. Or, like, keep adding new tiers that are just, like, funny tiers, you know, and just yeah. to see, not only funny, that's, like, yeah. that's minimizing what's actually the serious thought behind it, but keep adding things in case they resonate with people. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, if all the things that we've added don't add up, then that's fine. Right. Um, I'm also afraid of disappointing our potential collaborators. Yeah. Like, if the whole thing falls through, like, then we can't work with them. Um, and oh, I'm so nervous. I know, I know. I'm so nervous, but I'm glad you asked the question because it's forcing to be more honest, forcing me to be more honest about what I really want. Mm-hmm. And I think that. You know, we started out making this real distinction between how we approach our um, everyday work, our day jobs, and how we are approaching this podcast. But the thing is, we love our day jobs, and um, we also have a certain amount of expertise from those day jobs that I would love to apply to this, you know, Um, but we've... I don't I, I think that we tried to box ourselves in a little bit, which was good at first to give us time to play and figure out what we which what directions we wanted to go in, but you know, I would love to treat this we like work. Yeah, we <laughs> you <know>? love work. <laughs> I want to I want to work on this yeah. with you still, you know, out, outside of our other work. Right, right. And I find it really energizing the time we spend on it. And I think that separating out, like, should we actually try, when we were originally talking about, should we edit? You know, mm-hmm. the the theory was, I don't want to listen to the episodes again. By the way, that's that's uh, Maisie, Lisa's dog, scratching the scratching the carpet, which uh, which shows you the state we're in right now. <laughs> um, but you know, should we actually try? Should we try to edit our audio? I was like, oh, I don't want to be in the habit of listening to our audio again. I just want it to be one and done. I listened to our podcast again anyway, first Me of too. all. And the second half of that was that I'm not good at audio editing because I've never done it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go through the phase of trying to be good at something and not being good at it yet. Mm-hmm. That just sounded really painful. But this whole idea of widening the circle and bringing in the reserves, that sounds so fun to work with someone who is an amazing producer mm-hmm. um, on our concept and learn from them about what it means to be a good audio editor. Yeah, They will do a lot of the editing, you know, probably all of it, but yeah. in the process, getting to experience from the inside what it's like to translate raw material into edited audio will only make me a better creative person you know it can only be more fulfilling and I think that 
part of the barrier was imagining that I didn't want to spend a lot of time on this. That's actually not true. I have almost an infinite appetite for spending time on this. Um, yeah. You know, and then the second part was it is no fun to not be good at something yet. But that's only true if there's no path to learning what good looks like. Right, right. Oh, we've been in this period where we are we are enjoying and playing with being beginners, mm-hmm. being amateurs, and and we both really love that. Yeah. Um. It's really scary to say like uh, I would I would actually like to do this well, yeah. you know. Right. And that that is hard. Yeah. Like it takes time. It takes money. Mm-hmm. Um. It, and it just takes kind of like a long period of time of doing something consistently to master it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I want to do that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Okay. Well, I. I mean, I think. I think you've convinced me. Have you convinced yourself? Yeah, I've convinced myself. Oh. Okay. Have you convinced yourself before this episode? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't mean I did. That doesn't mean I didn't still have feelings about it. Like. Okay. Yeah. I, I have. Yeah. I think I got convinced like halfway through okay. this conversation okay. yeah maybe we can when we go back and listen we'll we'll start to hear like when was the yeah. moment when I was like okay 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 uh so we'll figure out what that means this is very real time like we're about to record the video yeah so this was an essential conversation to have before that right um and you are hearing it so yeah and when we publish this episode We'll be launching the Kickstarter at the same time. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be now very <laughs> nerve-wracking. Yeah, it's going to be really nerve-wracking. But I am really excited to learn from this and feel all the feelings and know that we have an outlet for parsing the feelings. We do. It's, like good, it's good material, if nothing else. <laughs> Do it for the story. Do it for the podcast episode. Exactly. I mean, uh, so, you know, back in the fall, I think, when you were here visiting and we recorded episode zero, the question we were asking subconsciously was, should we make a podcast? Mm -hmm. And now we know the answer is yes, because we've done it over and over again and it brings us and others great joy. Great joy. So we asked and answered that big question, and now we have another big one to figure out. So we did it. We decided to go big. You can find our Kickstarter project linked at the top of shouldwe.co or by searching for Should We Actually Try on Kickstarter. We can't wait to see what happens.